Rabbi said, it's the end of Chodesh Elul. This Shabbos, Chafei Elul, is the anniversary of the creation of the world. Five days later, is the day of Yitzira Sa'adam, that's the first day of Rosh Hashanah. And that's it, we're coming, you know, the plane's about to land. The end of a year, the end of a year that for many of us is Baksham, a very successful year. The year that came with bracha, the year that came with struggles. <coughs> for those who, which I guess is most of us, those who follow me in Hagei Ashkenaz, so we're, you know, we're joining the Svartim this week with, with Slichas, beginning Sunday, beginning Matzai Shabbos. I wanted to try to give a little bit of a perspective how to how to take advantage of these these awesome days, these incredible days that are, are beginning Matzai Shabbos. And hopefully we could all get chizik and be mechazik each other, you know, taking some of these lessons. Obviously everything I say comes from others. Very famous Mishnah Burin, Simon Tovkov, Pei Aleph, Sivkat and Vav. Mishnah tells us that the minimum amount of slichas, the minimum amount of days to say slichas is four days. Why? Why four days? He says that, <coughs> brings down a Chazal, Chazal point out that the carbon musaf of Rosh Hashanah is written differently than the carbon musaf of every other yant. <laughs> every other yant of the Torah writes, V'hikraftem oilan. It should be makriv a carbon oilan. By Rosh Hashanah it says, V'asisam oilan. Chazal say, V'asisam oilan doesn't just mean to bring a carbon oilan. It means that we need to make ourselves into that carbon oilan. So the Mishnah Bura brings this and he says, A person needs to view himself, needs to make, him, make himself into that carbon. And there's a halacha by karbanas that there's bikur moment. person needs to look at the, the kahanim, observe the animal for four days to make sure that it's roi to be brought as a carbon. And that's the avayda during, the, during these days, the four days before Rosh Hashanah, is to do a bikur, to do, a, to do an internal search, to make sure that we're ready to be that carbon oil on Rosh Hashanah. wanted to try to understand is, what does it mean that we're a carbon oil? Where's the mizbeah? What does it mean? We're getting burnt? We're getting... What does it mean? And once we understand what that means, that we're becoming that carbon oil, so then what is the avoida of bikur mumin when it comes to preparing ourselves for that? I'm not trying to simplify. I'm giving you one, one mahalach, one derech. There's many drachim in this, but this is avodas ayon. Try to appreciate what Rosh Hashanah is, specifically this bechina of becoming an oila on Rosh Hashanah. <coughs> I wanted to begin with something I learned in the Svasemis. It's a Svasemis on Elul Tafresh Nun Zayin, and he says the following: Iker Hatshuva. Just want to read a, a, a few lines. This is. It's such a mission statement, and an incredible mission statement. When a person comes to do tshuva, the main thing you're doing tshuva for is the following. Lizgards to remember We were all born into this world for a purpose. Our purpose in coming down to this world was to do Ratzon Hashem. There's a lot of other things going on in this world, and a lot of distractions. Why are we sent? I was, every one of us was sent here for a mission, 
And for a mission, although we do a lot of things similar, we all daven, we all learn, we all do mitzvahs, but when I do a mitzvah, and when you do a mitzvah, and when you do a mitzvah, we're all, it's different because it's me who's doing it, with my set of circumstances and my matzah, etc. The Iker Tshuva is to remember, to come back to the realization, says the Svasemis, that every one of us was put here for a mission and a purpose, which is to connect Hashem and do His Ratzim. And this, umasha truden behevle oilam, but when we get distracted with the nonsense of the world, the shakrem ha'ikar, and we forget the main purpose, alzet tzarech lias ikar ha'tshuva. The ikar ha'tshuva, according to the Svasemis, is not necessarily for the details. Of course, each thing a person does that he shouldn't have done, or the things a person doesn't do that he should have done, of course, that's, a, that's all avoid of tshuva. But the ikar of tshuva, what's the ikar? What's the main goal? Where we headed is to remember that I have a purpose. I have a tachlis. I was put here for a reason. And that's the main thing. Lachzor lekabal olah avdos. That a person should come back and to be makabal on himself. I was put here to be an Eved Hashem. I have a mission. I have a tachlis in life. I have a purpose in life. That's the ikar ha tshuva. You know, there's a difference between a carbon olah and every other carbon. Every other carbon that's brought, every other carbon that's a behemoth is brought as an achila that's involved. Either the owner eats it, the person who brings the carbon, the kohanim eat parts of the carbon. The carbon oil is kalu. The carbon oil is kulay lashem. The entire thing is put on that mizbeach. The avoida of vasisem oil means I'm coming back to submitting myself to Rabbanisho. Rabbanisho oil, it's your world. You put me here for a purpose. I'm being makir that it's your world. And I'm going to try my best to give you nachas. That's the main thing. That's the main avoida of Rosh Hashanah is Vasisim Oila. I'm making myself into that carbon oil, coming back to the Rabbanu Shalalam and telling him, I remember that I'm here for a purpose. I remember that you're the one who sent me here. I'm here with a mission, and I want to be the best that I could be. If this is, if this is the main purpose, and this is the Ikara Tshuva, and this is the Vasisim Oila, so during the four days, Be'ez Hashem next week, starting with Sunday morning, starting with Tzai Shabbos, we'll be, it will be make, we'll give ourselves a little bit of extra time. Starting Matzai Shabbos, our Avayda is, what do I need to do to get on that path? That come Rosh Hashanah, I can tell Rebbe with a straight face, Rebbe Shalom, I'm yours. What do I need to do to get that? I look at myself, I look at, my, I look at my schedule, I look at my times, I look at my matzah, I look at the things that I have. There's a bunch of phones over here. I, I'm, your yeshiva hasn't gone through people's phones to see if the phones are things that distract them from Avayda Hashem or bring them closer to Hashem. A lot of amazing things you could do with a phone. But there's a lot of very sad things again. Just I see so many things. My phone, my room, my gadgets, my my time, my interaction with other people, my the way I daven, the way I learn. These are days for a person to look and to see: Am I? Does my situation lend itself towards my mission for which I was created, or not? And that's the the bikur, the bikur, the interrogation, the looking in to try to see what could I do to tweak it? What could I do to make it a little better that I have a better chance of takadun, living a life that I'm saying, I'm another Rabbanu you put me in this world, and I'm here to give you nachas. So that's uh, the first step, and I'd like to take it a little bit deeper, but that's uh, the first step, the Indian of the Dalad Yamim, the Indian of Rosh Hashanah, and what is the main Avaidah Satshuva is to come back to Rabbanu Shalom. Let's take it a little further. <coughs> There are Aseris Yimei Tshuva. The Gemara already calls it Aseris Yimei Tshuva. What is Aseris Yimei Tshuva? There are ten days of Tshuva. The ten days begin on Rosh Hashanah and end on Yom Kippur. The Darach Klal, when we think of Tshuva, that uh, 
person's just filled with charata over the terrible things that he's done and busy with his chatoim, and that's what a person's focused on, then Rosh Hashanah is a very difficult yantav to understand what shaykhs this has with tshuva. On Rosh Hashanah, we don't talk about chatoim. You're not allowed to. The first avinu ma'akeinu, avinu ma'akeinu chatanu lefanecha, it's all nidan in the paiskim. Do you say it? Don't you say it? The reason to say it is simply because it's part of the text. But I'm not supposed to say chatanu lefanecha. Those who, who hit their heart when they say the first avinu ma'akeinu, we don't do that on Rosh Hashanah. We're not maskir chet. The paiskim say we don't even eat nuts on Rosh Hashanah because the word ego is, for a nut is begamakriya chet without the olive. We're not busy with chatoim. So what is... What is the Avodah Satshuva then, if I'm not busy with Chataim? According to what we just said with, from the Svasemis, this is the Pshat. The Iker Hatshuva is not for the specific Chait. The Iker Hatshuva is to come back to the Rebana Shalom and to say, So let's try to speak this out. We'll, speak it, we'll look at it from a Tshuva point of view and then to look at it from a, a uh, Rosh Hashanah point of view. Let's begin like this. The Mabit. The Mabit is the Mechaber of the Kiryat Sefer on the Rambam, the Shailas, the Tshuvas Mabit. He has a wonderful Sefer of Hashkafa called Beis HaLakim. There's three parts to it. One section of his Sefer, Beis HaLakim, is called the Shara Tshuva. And he says, I want to define Tshuva in four words. The entire real definition of Tshuva is a four-word definition. What is it? Kiruv LaHashem Meirichu Kachet. Becoming close to Hashem once again from the distance of chait. What does it mean from the distance of chait? When I first saw that title, I thought what it means is, when a person does a chait, so he puts a wedge between him and Hashem. So I'm coming close to Hashem from the distance that was caused by the chait. And then one needs to ask, so then who's becoming distant? But HaKadosh Baruch making himself distant from us? There's so many different Torahs, so many, uh, you know, from every gadol, who talks about HaKadosh Baruch who has such compassion and love for a Yid, more than we could imagine. Like a father, you know, the altar of Kelm says, what is the reason that right after the Aseris HaDibris in Parshas Yisroi, the very first mitzvah in Mishpatim is all about Evan Ivri. What do you do with a Ganeth who's stealing and he doesn't pay back? So he says, that's the first mitzvah after, after Matan Torah, after the Aseris HaDibris? And the altar of Kelm says, he writes this. He says, because that's when it's, if it's a master to a servant, Perhaps that's not the first mitzvah. When it's a parent who's writing mitzvahs for a child, and the parent has a couple of kids, and one of them is a common thief, and he's got to figure out what to do with him, that's the first one he's thinking about. The first one that's on his mind, yeah, he's doing bad things, but he's my child, and I've got to bring him back. What does this mean? Kiruv la'ashem me'richo kachet. Becoming close to Hashem from the distance of chet. The Mabit himself explains, and this is so powerful. He says, in order for a person to do a chet, he has to be blind. Blind to what? If a person is living with a, an absolute awareness that the Baruch Eilam is here in the room with me right now and observing everything I'm doing, I wouldn't do the things I'm not supposed to do. The very first sif in Shulchan Aruch, Shivisi Hashem Lenegdi Tamid, a person acts differently when he's in the presence of a king than when he acts when the king is not around. And he says to for a person, Yiddishkeit, it's so much easier if a person works on that awareness. I live and I work with an, with an awareness that the Bayre is with me right here. I act differently. I, I've observed Gedalim in my life. I haven't had Chaikos to, to, to too many of them. But whenever people are in the presence of a Gadol, they talk softer, they're more able, and they're fine. And it's very different when you're in the presence of something Chasha, somebody special. person's on a date, he, he talks differently than when he talks to the guys in the room. Hopefully. 
It, 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 there's a certain edelkeit, a certain, certain awareness. Says the Mabet, if a person does a chait, whether it's a mazid or even a shaygeh, it means that I wasn't living with that heightened awareness. Imagine you have somebody who has an analogy for Nazi. People, I had a guy in my class two years ago who had that, that uh, nut allergy. Every single thing that he did, every time he came, it was all revolving around that because he, he couldn't blow it. He couldn't afford, to, couldn't afford to do something wrong. He couldn't afford to miss that. The avoider is, he says, when a person does a chait, it's a riot, talking lamdash terms. It's not the seba for the rechuk. It's a simon that there's a rechuk. It's a simon that I'm not watching. It's a simon that my eyes are closed. It's a simon that I'm distracted. It's like a fellow driving on the street and he's talking on his phone and he's busy with this and then he's, he's not cognizant of the fact that there's oncoming traffic just one lane over. And Khalila, this could end up in a terrible way, even if it's something inadvertent. You can't afford that when you're driving on the road. You've got to be careful. You've got to look at what you're doing. That's what tshuva is. Tshuva is coming back to that realization that I'm living, uh, I'm living in a world where the Rabbanu Shalom is there with me, as we said today in Davening. Rabbanu Shalom is in control of everything. Sometimes Rabbanu Shalom will act with kayach and gvura. But the Rabbanu Shalom is there to be mechazek and to lift up every single person as long as we allow him to do it. But when we live and pretend he's not there, or become distracted from the Rabbani Shalom's existence, then that becomes something that's very difficult. So what is tshuva? What is the ikr inyan of tshuva the Mabit is telling us is to remember that I'm here with a mission. I'm here on the shlichas. I'm here with a very sensitive mission, that I'm the only one that could really do it exactly the way I do it. That's the avoid. I'm coming back and I, to, to live with that hakara, to live with that shivisi. On Yom Kippur, the main word is lefanecha. The problem is I was in front of you, but I didn't realize it. I did this. I did that. What is the Eitzah? The Eitzah for that is to remember that I'm Lefanecha. And I could have everything I want in the world if I live with that. And I live with that Hakara. Rabbanshem is here, and I'm here with a purpose, and I'm here with a Tachlis. And that's why I'm doing the things that I'm doing. That's... <clears throat> We're coming to Slichas. That's Hashem. Yeshiva's doing it on, begins on Sunday morning, 7 o'clock sleepers. Go to sleep a little bit earlier on, on, on the Matzai Shabbos so that a person could be there on time. A person could say the sleepers properly. I want to go through a few sentences from the beginning of sleepers. And maybe just, talk, and if we have time, just to connect it to the parsha a little bit. The beginning of sleepers, we're knocking on Hashem's door. We say the words like poor, impoverished people, we're knocking on Hashem's door. We're knocking on your door. Ever wondered why the door is closed? Who closed the door? Why do we have to knock on that door? Rosham doesn't close the door. Rosham's not closing. The problem is that when we're not living with cognizance, I'm not preaching to you, I'm talking to me. When we're not living with that cognizance, so we're closing doors. So we're knocking on doors. Rosham, I know I closed that door, but I'll keep it. Open it, please, that I could live in a world that I know that I'm aware of the fact that you're here with me, and I don't have to feel like you're on the other side of the door. I mentioned last year, I uh, think it's a good thought, I want to mention it again. A lot of Barkham here weren't here last year. A hergish, a hergish that I have once, that uh, when we're going to start day after day, I'm hitting myself, I'm hitting my chest, I'm beating myself up. You know, we mentioned that when you, when you hit something, when you punch something, you punch with your knuckles. 
Nobody, I've never seen anybody punching themselves when they're doing the ashamnas. But when you knock on the door, you use this part of your hand. What we're doing when we're saying ashamnu, bagadnu, gazalnu, diba, whatever we're saying, we're knocking on our hearts and saying, open up. Why, why did I block the bari out of my life? Why, do I, why did I create these doors? When Rabbanshom wants to have the shaykhs moving, and he wants to have the relationship, and he gave me a mission, and he, he believes in me that I could do it. Vaharaya, I'm here, otherwise I wouldn't be here. And if I'm still here, despite what I've done, I could still do my mission. The Rabbi Yanki Brazil's father, Rabbi Shmuel Brazil, and the Hakdama to his Sefer, such a beautiful thing, there's a letter that, which he brings from, you know, from one of the early Rebbes, who says, if a Yid is still around, if you woke up in the morning and you're still breathing and you're still alert and alive, it means you could still be Masakim, whatever you need to be Masakim. You could still do your mission. What do you mean? But you know what I did? Yeah. That's how, that's how, that's how special we are. And that's why we need to take to it. So I knock, and I'm knocking, and I'm knocking as I'm going through it. We're knocking on these doors. Kedal and like poor impoverished people. What does it mean when you're poor and impoverished and you're knocking on a door? So the Panavizharav says it this way. It's a really beautiful thought. Panavizharav lost everything. He lost his family, he lost his yeshiva, he lost his masters in the Second World War. And he came to Eretz Yisrael and he started building from scratch. He looked at a mountaintop in, a, in an empty town and he said, I'm going to build a huge yeshiva here. And he went around the world. He became the world's biggest mashola, running around the world to, to America, to South Africa, to South America, raising money and raising money until eventually he built the empire that he built. And he said, it's very difficult. When you knock on a person's door and you get the door slammed in your... It's very embarrassing. It's hard to ask. It's hard to ask people for money. He said, there's two types of people who knock on doors and ask for money. You have one type of person who's asking for a nadava. It's a poor man who's asking for a nadava. You have another type of person who knocks on the door because you're here. You owe him the money. Mm. Which one's bashful? The one who's coming to claim his money is not bashful. You owe me the money. Give me, give me the money. The one who's a little shy and a little bashful is the one who's knocking when the money is not his. He's asking the rich man to give him his money. So we, we come to Rabbanu Shalalom on the night of Slichas, on the days of Slichas, and we say to Rabbanu Shalalom, Rabbanu Shalalom, we're knocking at the door. We're knocking at your door. There's so much. We want to have this relationship so much. We need that door to be open. We want to be good. We want to learn. We want to daven. We want to be good in our Bein Adam Lechaveru. We don't want to lose ourselves. We want to be in control of ourselves. We don't want to live the lives of animals who live their lives by instinct and impulse and urge and are constantly just doing the things that they feel, even if it's not necessarily good. I want to be in control. I want this to be open. But the Rabbanu Shalom understand, I'm coming to you, coming to you with a bashfulness. I'm coming to you, I'm shy. Because I know that it's all biyad. It's biyad It's in your hand, Rabbanu Shalom, to give it to me. So therefore we say, L'cha Hashem he says, V'lana Baisha Sapanim, I'm a little shy, I'm, I'm embarrassed, Rabbanu Shalom, because I know I'm asking you for something that is all from you, I'm not asking it from me. I know that it's not me, I know that it's you. But I know that you want to give it, and Rabbanu Shalom opens his hand, his Paseach Yad, the Kabbal, all those who come back to Tshuva, Rabbanu Shalom's hand is open. My bracha to all of us is, you know, last week was a difficult parsha. There was a lot of, a lot of bad things that could happen when a person gets distracted from Avodah Hashem. And this week's parsha begins, Atem Nitzavim Hayyam. Rashi says, Nitzavim, despite everything that happened last week, you're still standing. Despite everything, the, when a year comes back and says, Rabbanu Shalom, I get the hint. I hear that this is a serious business. I hear that 
these are things with tremendous consequences. Atam nitzavim. And once I stand up, that should give me the motivation. Vayelech, this week is a double parsha. There's nitzavim and there's vayelech. I'm going to go. And I'm not going to be stagnant. I'm going to look at this past year and see the things that I accomplished, and I'm going to build on them. I'm going to notice the things that were distracting me from my mission, and I'm going to try to fix them. This time next year is already probably going to be after Tkiyah Shaifer, probably t- towards the end of Musaf. Ready this time next week, next year, next week. This time, this very time. We have a few days left. I implore everybody to be machazik each other. Let's try to create an environment in the yeshiva of people who are trying to fulfill their mission. It's a serious time of the year. It's a very exciting time of the year. It's a time of the year that I could fix, I could, I could, I could mend, I could fix, I could get the relationship with HaKadosh Baruch that I so desperately want and need, that when I dive and I feel like I'm talking to someone, that when I learn, I feel like the bunch of filling my mind with Chachma. So try as much as we can to create an environment. We don't go going to the dining room after Mincha. First of all, Mincha... However, there are seats for everybody. There's room for everybody. When the chavr is congregating in the back, and then the, the conversations start. It creates such a riffing in the matzah. I'm not trying to be makatrik. Believe me, I don't want anybody to be makatrik on me. But let's try to make it, let's create the environment for others that we would love to be created for ourselves. To try, if all of us do our part, if it's in tefillah, in the learning, to try to do a little, the less batal, a little less... Focus on what we remember that we're here with a mission. And if there are things that need to be fixed, try to get the proper if we need that. If you see somebody else is going through something, to be mechazakim, to be mechayahim. That's the reason that we're all here. Yeshiva asked me just to mention that um, if anybody still is interested in being here for Yom Naraim, so hopefully there's a lot of you, and hasn't arranged seats, to please take care of it. We're not the only ones that are going to be here, Yantav. So a lot of people are coming. It's a, the place that you learn is the place you should daven. A person could. Try to make sure that you have the seat, that you have a decent seat. Go to the office and take care of it right away. We'll be signed up a little bit later about which suddhas and that you know, the yeshiva's having. Mubarak, all of, all of you, all of us, so we, the people close to us, the people who made the will be close to us. We should all have a ksiva for an amazing, amazing, fulfilling. Shana Toivam Masuka, a year that's good, but a year that also we taste the sweetness of all that. Mm-hmm.